It gives us a real insight into the day-to-day -day lives of the working classes in Lancaster, how they lived, considered and saw the wider world in which they lived, and the improvements to their lives as well. Welcome to 100 Years, 100 Objects, stories from the collections of Lancaster City Museums. My name is Millie Wellborn, Museum Assistant at Lancaster City Museums. 2023 marks 100 years of our museums and collections, and we're celebrating by examining 100 intriguing objects that help tell the story of Lancaster, Morecambe and the surrounding area. Today's object comes from a very specific time in Lancaster's history, the 4th of March 1889. But it also looks back in history to a time nearly 40 years earlier. It is a letter written by one of Lancaster's most famous residents about one of the most important health reforms in the history of the area. Today, on 100 Years, 100 Objects, we're looking at a letter on water pollution written by Richard Owen. The letter is quite small, only around the size of a modern A5 piece of paper. It is also quite short, at only two pages long. But in it, Richard Owen gives us a glimpse of one of the most important things to happen for the health of those living in Victorian Lancaster the assessment and overhaul of the city's water supply. Naomi Parsons, local and family history researcher from Lancastrian History, told us a little bit more about it and the circumstances in which it was written. So this letter was written by Richard Owen when he was living in Richmond Park in London to Thomas Ball, who was the, the editor of the Lancaster Observer in 1889. So in the letter, Owen is discussing the topic he brought up during a recent speaking engagement with the public, which was him reminiscing back to Lancaster in 1844, when um, thanks to all the improved sanitation and the newly piped clean water systems that had been brought in, the town's inhabitants were now reaping the benefits of it. Owen had been part of a group of 13 very influential uh, Victorian gentlemen who had undertaken reports into the, um, the state of the country as part of what was called the Commission on the Health of Towns and the aim of it was to improve pretty woeful living conditions that people were living in in the cities um, as they were becoming more and more industrial. But at the time of the letter, it had been vastly improved from what it had been in previous decades. Uh, the death rates had come right down from what they were. Sanitation was hugely improved. Um, however, at the time Owen refers to within the letter, when he was actually investigating all the yards, alleys and all the back streets of the town, it was pretty horrendous. Um, the report that he put together, the Health of Towns report, goes into really graphic detail. We find out sort of anecdotes, Lancaster sewage entered into the Mill Race stream. It frequently stagnated, it backed up into all the lower parts of town, into the cellars and the houses, it infiltrated the wells and the drinking water. Um, places like Dye House Lane were described as being pretty, pretty bad. Um, and unsurprisingly, those areas had the cheapest rent for housing. Disease and epidemics are frequent in Lancaster um, in the 1840s. We hear things like in Boar's Head Yard, the wife of John Huddersall has fared better than most and she's managed to rear two of her five children. So yeah, pretty, pretty bad at that point in time. But let's go back to the beginning and find out who Richard Owen actually was. Um, so Owen was born here in Lancaster in 1804 and he lived at what was the, uh, the corner of Lucy and Thurnham streets. 
um, in the town centre. So that house is now demolished. Um, there is a nearby house that's been named Owen House, kind of in his honour. Um, he was the son of a West Indies merchant. Um, Owen attended Lancaster Royal Grammar School and then he began an apprenticeship and um, he eventually went on to study at Edinburgh, London. And he was described as being, uh, well, he was at school, a very lazy and impudent student. So even then his, um, his difficult personality traits were a, a common characteristic, which we will see across the rest of his lifetime. Um, he began his career in medicine as a surgeon's apprentice and he, um, he studied under three different surgeons. One was described as a drunk, so um, an interesting beginning for him. He began to study anatomy um, by attending post-mortems and dissections of prisoners at Lancaster Castle. And um, his initial terror, as he records in his memoirs, quickly turned into enthusiasm. And today he's still celebrated for his skills as an anatomist, which over the years diversified into biology, um, zoology and natural history, and then later um, paleontology. He was a professor. Um, he was a curator of museums, of the Hunterian. Um, later, he was the superintendent of the Natural History Collection at the British Museum, which then led on to the foundings of the Natural History Museum in its own rights as a museum. And um, he was knighted in 1884. Richard Owen was born in July 1804. So in March 1889, when our letter was written, he was 84 and it was over 40 years since he had been involved with the Commission on the Health of Towns, in which he reported on Lancaster's sanitation. However, he was still giving talks on the subject. In the letter, he writes that at a recent speaking engagement, the number of speakers preceding me, with the added singers, made the hour late before my time came. I therefore limited my topics to the sanitary benefits Lancaster derived from the pure water I knew geologically never failed to flow from Clougher, in place of the hard water obtained by pumps from beneath the town. We asked Naomi if we still use any of Owen's sanitation recommendations or other ideas today. Well, it's true, um, many of his findings and, and a considerable amount of his beliefs have been either amended or corrected since his discoveries. Um, for example, he, he refused to believe that Darwin's theory of evolution um, was, was correct for many, many years. He's still credited and best remembered for coining the word dinosaur, um, which is, means feared reptile, feared lizard, as well as being a comparative anatomist um, of great repute. In regards to the Health of Towns report, um, yeah, he was hugely influential. He was a key figure, uh, along with architect Edmund Sharp, in transforming the health and the sanitation of Lancaster and many other cities in the in England. The the piped water system, for example, from, from the Bowland Fells and our current sewage system and, and indeed our cemetery as well in, um, in Lancaster, they were all brought about and still used now as a result of his report to the government. Naomi went on to explain to us what makes this letter so unique and what her favourite section was. For me, to be able to actually see Owen's handwriting, um, it's, it's not unique, but it's pretty cool to actually see his, his letters and his writing, especially when he's relating to Lancaster's daily life as well. Um, but it's more that it gives us a real insight into the day-to-day -day lives of the working classes in Lancaster, how they lived, 
how they considered and saw the wider world in which they lived and the, the improvements to their lives as well. I really love the section that's written in dialect um, where, where he writes, Es better thou put a power of tea in pot to me. There, Jenny, it's no up new water. Um, sorry, but I just quite like that bit, it's fun. Uh, it gives us a real insight into how lives must have changed really substantially since all these improvements and, um, and welfare methods have been brought in. And it kind of shows how anxieties of living in these kind of conditions must have really been dropping because of the changes that were made. It gives us a snippet of these two real people who were living in Lancaster in these yards and courts at the time and what they may well have sounded like as well with it being written in that dialect. And for me, it's like a real window, it's a real glimpse into the past. Many people from the Lancaster and Morecambe area who know about Richard Owen will have heard one particular story about him involving a rather gruesome accident with a severed head. This story has become something of a legend surrounding Owen. We couldn't let Naomi go without asking her opinion on the truth behind it. Oh, well, um, it's a really unsavoury tale. Um, it's the story of the head. Owen himself recounted this story frequently um, to dinner party guests and in his memoirs. In it, he basically talks about when he was a surgeon's apprentice at Lancaster Castle, he actually dismembered and stole the head of a prisoner um, who had died, I believe, from typhus um, in the castle. And that was done to allow him to anatomise it privately away from the, the prison. The prisoner himself was actually a black male, uh, which only adds to the, the, the unsavouriness of Owen's character, really. According to, to Richard Owen, he slipped on the icy cobbles as he left the castle, um, which caused the, the prisoner's head to fall from the bag he was carrying, roll down Castle Hill and then banged up against the door of one of the cottages at the bottom of Castle Hill. And when the inhabitants then opened the door, um, were understandably terrified to find a severed head on the, the doorstep. So as to whether it actually happened or not, I lean towards it probably not happening. We know Owen certainly told the story and he wrote about it in his own memoirs. And we also know Owen liked to tweak the truth considerably or if he did have a good story, he liked to keep going and going and make the story more elaborate over time. So in my mind, it's, it's a disturbing story that Owen made up um, rather than the truth. Finally, Naomi told us where people can find out more if they want to do their own digging into Richard Owen and his work. There's quite a few places to go and um, to research in. Natural History Museum, London's obviously a great place to start. You can visit and explore some of his collections. Um, there's certainly a huge amount of information online through websites like the Royal Society. Um, you can even visit locally at the corner of Fernham and Lucy Street near where his, his house was. There's still an information board about him and his work. And in terms of Owen himself locally, you can um, you could visit have a little tour. You could visit Owen Road. There's um, Owen House. We even have a pub, the Richard Owen. Um, how much you're learning there, I'm not too sure. <laughs> you could always try. You've been listening to 100 Years, 100 Objects, stories from the collections of Lancaster City Museums. We hope you will join us for our other episodes where we'll be discussing objects from tokens to tombstones. <laughs>